0: Hello. Hello. Welcome to a autumn-y weird sisters. I was say, yeah, freezing England. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's because you got back like a couple of days ago from Costa Rica. Yeah, which is so lovely and warm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's so cold here. Yeah. I do like the autumn and like Halloween Yeah, that the whole time up. you I were like... away, you were like, ooh, what's the weather doing? Yeah. I can't wait to come back and it'd be rainy and cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually like the rain or the cold, though. <laughs> I've thought to like save on energy bills with how insane it is at the moment. Mm. Um, a heated thrive. Oh my god, you'll send an old person. <laughs> oh, I nice. know. so You Give like puddled well. under your heated <laughs> yeah. blanket. Exactly. Oh my god. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I mean Costa Rica looked amazing. It was so good. I though some of the like you sending that picture of that like highly venomous snake that was just yeah, near you I know. and stuff first time we go in one of the national parks and we're like mm. doing all the animal spotting and everything with our mm. guide and i'm just like we saw an armadillo first mm. and some monkeys i love and armadillos they were so cute oh. just like wandering around um mm. and then yeah we're walking by and i'm just like oh look there's a snake and the guide yeah. comes up looking and he's just like um, you're back away. That one's highly venomous. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, Lovely. really shock to the system yeah. that they're not in England anymore. No. And he's just like, you don't have anything you have to worry about when you go out on walks. <laughs> no. It's like apart we, from people. Yeah. Like, we have adders, technically, which are, like, the only venomous snake in England. They won't kill you or hurt no. you, like. And they're, like, so endangered now that it's, yeah. like, you're, you, you get excited to see one. Like, I don't... I don't think I've seen one since being a kid. No. So it's like, no, that is... Like, there is nothing, <laughs> nothing in England can, yeah. that can hurt you. No. Realistically. Like, you might get, I don't know, run over by a deer or something. Yeah. Like, when you're driving the car. Like, deer <laughs> but, yeah. go through people's windscreens. Uh, yes. quite a lot round here, because we're in the countryside. Yeah. Poor but... Deer. I know. I always like, feel really bad for I the don't. deer. But... I'm trying to think if there's, like, anything. I mean, you there's can... There's, like, literally nothing yeah. that would hurt us. You can get viral disease from rats. <laughs> and Lyme's disease from ticks. Oh, ticks, ticks. Yeah. yeah. But that is pretty much your most dangerous <laughs> yeah. stuff in England. <laughs> like, like, your friend Molly is always laughing at me. Because <laughs> I've talked to her a few times about our honeymoon plans yeah. for, like, America. Because, obviously, she's American and i have been so freaked out by like all the bears and stuff that can be around and she's like literally i can feel her just Mocking judging you, yeah. yeah like her withering stare of just like seriously just kind of coming through the phone it's just a bear <laughs> yeah like what is wrong with you <laughs> like what I think our guide got so fed up of me being like, it's another monkey, let me take some pictures. Uh-huh. No. Like, it's a monkey, get over Literally, it. Literally, that makes me like, shiver, you just saying that. Like, your reaction uh-huh. when I sent you that photo of me standing right next to the, um, uh, what they called, the like, white face. Oh, a capuchin? Yeah, capuchin monkey. <laughs> yeah i still love though with the howler monkeys when you <laughs> thought that they were like chimpanzees I sent me a message so becca sent me a message when i sent yeah. her a picture of a howler monkey yeah. for context i have a phobia of monkeys yeah. <laughs> so and she was just like how can you stand in the trees near it they will like rip things limb from limb and <laughs> like charge through the jungle and i'm just like I think you're confusing them with chimps. These ones just eat <laughs> fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was not wrong, though, that they can travel at, like, 60 miles an hour through the trees. Those bananas had <laughs> <are> better beware. <laughs> yeah, well, you could still get tetanus from them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Or rabies or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> God. Did you actually get to touch any animals? Like, did you go anywhere where they had, like... Tame no, ones. no, no. I guess that's, that's good. That's definitely a good thing. Oh, <laughs> apart from the horses that oh, I got just yeah. riding. I can't believe you got to go on a horse track. That was so cool. I am desperately want to go on one one day. Yeah. But like, Troy will never go. I don't think like, up and down no. these like valley sides to get mm. to a waterfall oh it was you like picturesque it, it took you to like hot springs yeah did you get to go in them yes oh my god yeah That's they cool. had like cool. mud that was like heated from the volcanic hot springs and everything ah it was amazing was it the whole time that you were the only ones on the tour pretty yeah that's amazing. Because, like, how many people could there be on it? Up to twenty-five, which meant that we got to be in the car, um, getting driven around by our guys. We didn't have to go on a tour bus or Ooh, anything. I bet they so loved nice. that as well. Yeah, they said they much preferred like being in charge of being able to drive themselves. Yeah. And stuff. Plus, then we got to do like extra experiences and like jig the days around a bit mm, to what we wanted to do. Yeah. Be. And also, it must have been nice for them because you're both like actually respectful like intelligent yeah. people you're not going to be like culturally appropriating or like they had know. a um, mm. set of vegans um, mm. on a tour one time who he said actually shouted at him oh because there was a crocodile by the side of this nature reserve and they were just right. like people are putting it there to hunt it's disgusting you're vile you take us to places that serve meat and so on and he's just like what? well for one yeah because we tend to eat yeah meat that's in this their country. culture yeah if you you wanted purely vegan, maybe you shouldn't have done a tour. Mm-hmm. And two, the crocodile's got legs, it can go where it wants. Yeah, like, what? Oh yeah, they put the crocodile <laughs> I there. Know. This like, creature that can bite through your like, arm and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. It was what? Ridiculous. Yeah, they just like, put it. There. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, like, to shout at them for the fact that their culture is omnivorous. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> Sorry. what? Uh. Oh, but, um, yeah. yeah, we did another waterfall as well that was 500 steps down and then back up from it. Ooh. So I, we did it without having to have a break on yeah. the like, way back Again. up. And our guide was just like, you two have actually got really good like physical condition. Yeah. Most people have to stop like three or four times. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, you actually exercise yeah. in your daily life. And I was wow. just like, I don't feel like we're fit. <laughs> it's something... And I'm not, I'm not meaning this, like, in the judgmental way that it might sound, but I think sometimes, like, Troy and I stop when we can do things or, like, are doing stuff. And I sort of think, like, compared to most people's lives, actually, we do do a lot of exercise. Yeah. And it's sort of, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, most people don't do this. Exactly. But it feels so normal because we're such an active family. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's just like i don't feel particularly fit but he's just like yeah no you are yeah because we to be fair we didn't really notice the hills or anything Mm. when we were hiking or anything which is quite as you say sort of impressive in a way because obviously from where we are there's no hills actually yeah (laughs) it's just flat yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah yeah but anyway, enough on your exciting adventures. It's <laughs> now over. Yeah. That is <laughs> That's the, the yeah. downer. Yeah. Just like, oh, we've now got to wait until the kids leave home to get to do something like that again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait to see all the pictures. Yeah. Um, so see, this has been quite nice. Last time they had... Been murdered. Yeah, I was going to say, we've both we... recorded before your. <laughs> anyway. I know, I've got to try and remember it all now. And the police had just sort of started looking at the crime scene that night. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's where we left it. Mm hmm. Yes. Cool. So, yeah, this is the final episode in the story of Molly and Jeff. Ignore the sound of my tap dripping, cool. so, the yeah. puzzled look on my face, just like is it one of the to or? <laughs> <laughs> well, like that would be quite a way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that kind of ruined the like gravity of this situation a little bit. Um, yeah. Yes, no, this is obviously yeah, the final episode. Um, unfortunately, Molly and Jeff have now been been murdered, and yeah, we are getting into the investigation and the trial. Because, thankfully, there is a trial for this. This is a solved case. Yay. As we're obviously aware, because we've been talking about the git who did it. Yeah, who had a big green backpack. Yeah, that he stole yeah. from Jeff. Yeah. So, yeah, last week um, we left the murder scene as the police surveyed it by torchlight. That's just got to be so yeah. creepy. I cannot even imagine. Like, my friend Gemma, she is training to be a police officer right now. Yeah. And she wants to do traffic policing. And I'm like, but all those accidents and stuff you're going to have to go to. Like, no, I could not do it. Or just the boredom of standing there directing traffic because the traffic lights are broken. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) So, obviously, it's been about seven or eight hours after Molly and Jeff's um, murder was reported by those other hikers. Yeah. Um, And as Glenda, Jeff's mother, learnt over the radio two hikers had been found dead where she knew oh, jeff right. and molly had last been Heart- heartbreaking yeah so glenda was understandably like concerned she had like a she just had a bad feeling about it Yeah. despite jeff having in the past like reassured her that like he's his mindset or what he told her was that people whose trips ended in like tragedy he said they were ill-prepared or being, like, knowingly negligent. I think that's a really naive yeah. view to have. Yeah. Like, to me, that's why I said it. Like, I said initially that felt quite victim-blaming. Yeah. I felt, like, really uncomfortable about him saying that. Yeah. Um But I was thinking, like, maybe it was just his way of, like, reassuring his mum to stop her being anxious. Maybe. Being like, oh, you know, you don't have to worry because we do all of this. And yeah. anyone who gets into difficulty, they just haven't been as prepared. Or I think but, yeah, well, for naive. some people that haven't experienced any difficult situations, mm. it's very easy to just be like, as you say sort of a bit victim blamey because they just don't understand that actually can happen to anyone yeah if you've always been prepared and it's always worked out you kind of tend to just then it's easy to think well i've been safe because i've been prepared exactly not not just that you've been not unlucky yeah exactly but yeah i was yeah thinking like the number of times I've not told our mum something or <laughs> then the truth of a situation to stop her, like, worrying. Yeah. It did make me think that could be why he said that. But yeah. Yeah, I think you're right as well. Maybe it's just not, not as victim-blaming as it felt to me initially. It's, like, naive. Yeah, sort um, of. He's never... He's sort of been... Like how people can, you know, they've been in a nice world, they've never had any bad experiences, and it's just alien to them. Yeah, to definitely. There's a word for it, but I can't think what it is that I'm trying to say, mm. but yeah. Yeah. Sort of, not like wrapped in cotton wool, but just like... um Insular, no. Yeah, like word. insulated from yeah. sort of how it can actually be, or, mm. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Glenda was still sufficiently worried enough that she actually rang Molly's dad to tell him what she'd heard. Oh, I know. That's got to be one hell of a hard thing. Yeah. Uh Jim Larue was kind of unlike Glenda who she was concerned but sort of trying to rationalize it. Jim was instantly hit by just tragedy. He he was just instantly no. like it's them. Yeah. Um, he started actually crying on the phone. Oh, no. Yeah, and he says he just knew that it was them. Um, and his wife was actually out, so that left him with the <gasps> nightmarish job of, oh. like, telling Connie when she got home. Oh, no. I just cannot imagine sitting there waiting for them to get home, thinking, like, how do I even... How do you even start that conversation? Yeah, like, you can't just not say anything Mm. but how do you yeah Yeah. so yeah the families of the couple began the grieving process and sorting all the painful things that go along with these awful situations like memorial services and everything because obviously the police confirmed fairly quickly that it was Molly and Jeff who'd been found okay I was gonna ask did they yeah let them know yeah Please ignore any growling you hear in the background. By the way, it is the dogs. Um, <laughs> bloody things. Um, the yeah, the couple were transported back to their respective families, so their bodies were split up, oh, which I think sad. That road. yeah, that really bothered me. Yeah, I don't know. Where was I? Yeah, Jeff was. Um, yeah, Jeff was taken back to Tennessee, where his family lived, and he was buried where he could see Signal Mountain. Oh. which is the local name for part of the 74-mile-long Walden Ridge mountain ridge. Wow. And it has trails, lakes, biking, hiking, etc., and it's just, like, a beautiful outdoor spot. Yeah, so, exactly where he'd want to yeah, be able to see. exactly. Molly was taken near Cleveland, um, where the funeral director... It just feels like they're so far away, they're not even in the same... Like, state or anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the funeral director where her body was taken um, gave her family the opportunity to spend time with the body in privacy. Yeah. So I think that's really good of them. I'm glad yeah. they did that. Uh, Molly's parents and older brother just sat on the floor holding her and hugging her. Um, and her father said she looked like she was asleep. And it made him think of when she was a child and going into her room to give that's her a hug to help her sleep. Horrible. Yeah. Ugh. But. So yeah I don't know how I would be if someone really close to me died no because dead bodies do kind of freak me out yeah dead I don't, pets I cannot no, deal with at all so I don't know how I would cope with being near the person I cared about it's like body i think i'd have to like i said before mm. josh i can never understand why people would want to like see their loved one one last mm. time or just like why on earth did you give them a kiss that's just weird but yeah. i can't imagine not having that final last time with someone. yeah whereas my friend who her dad passed away really unexpectedly um she insisted on going and seeing his yeah. body and actually that really traumatized her yeah that kind of in a way made it worse but, yeah, no, everyone's no, different. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Molly's mum and Jeff's mum were both nurses. Yeah. And so they just kind of used work as an escape. Mm. But they also talked, like, extensively to one another. So they became, like, friends. That's good. Yeah. Uh, At least they had some support and sort of go... Someone there that knows what they're going through. Yeah. That I suppose that's the thing. It's so hard in a way to get support and comfort from people who haven't been through that because you can mean well in everything but doing the thing that's going to help isn't necessarily natural if you don't know what they're going through and i think for the person going through something i know when i've been through stuff before nowhere near like what this how awful this is Mm. but sort of when people that don't know haven't been through it sort of try and talk to you Mm. even if what they're saying makes sense there's still that feeling of don't talk to me about this you've got no idea of what it's actually like. just like yeah instantly writing off what they're saying any like straight away just because it kind of almost feels insulting in a way that they're trying to empathize with Mm. you yeah yeah um yeah, so Molly's mum and Jeff's mum, they kind of helped each other through it. And Jim, Molly's dad, which, oh, this made me cry whilst I was writing this up. He tried to just kind of find solace by looking for Molly in every beautiful sunset because she was oh, so artistic. Sounds really sweet, but yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I really like went into sort of putting all the things they did in, and it's just making me cry. Yeah, Glenda Jeff's mum climbed the mountain that Jeff and Molly were on on Mother's Day, nineteen ninety one. So the year after, difficult day to do. I know I can see why, but that's oh yeah um oh god I'm really crying she said that the flowers that were everywhere felt like Molly and Jeff had sent them for her yeah and in the clearing where the shelter was she said it wasn't this dark evil place like she expected yeah um she said it was really peaceful so I don't know from what she was saying it sounds like it sort of brought comfort but also like a jarring sense of like this isn't how it should be yeah like how can this place be so peaceful? Yeah. Yeah. But in the wake of that heartbreaking information, <laughs> we will move on to the investigation, which is a bit easier to read through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was obviously so clearly a murder that the investigation was begun immediately. So that's a relief. Literally didn't waste any time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the police quickly heard from Karen Lutz that, um, trail manager oh, who yeah. had seen um, Cruz. Yeah. yeah. So she told them that there'd been a weird guy sighted before the murders. Who... Yeah, because she said he didn't look like he was prepared for hiking at all. Yeah, she? exactly. And she obviously said he carried some red gym bags which were the ones that were found in the Darlington shelter by that other hiker. And the second one was in the Thelma Mark shelter with Molly and Jeff's bodies oh. still. Yeah. So also yeah. like what well, an idiot. But at least like good. Keep on yeah, being an idiot. Everyone yeah. that ever does anything like this. Yeah, please please be, be idiotic idiotic <laughs> idiotic yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's I hope that if anyone ever does, they are absolute idiots. Yeah. So the name on that library note as well that was found in the Darlington shelter. Of course, yeah um had the name casey horn on it rather than paul cruz yeah so that meant they were working off of his name being casey horn incorrectly Uh, which yeah must have been a pain but luckily it doesn't really affect anything too much yeah um state police left a note inside the thelma mark shelter on the 19th of september for hikers to see which stated note Please report any unusual people or items found in this vicinity or along the Appalachian Trail. Of particular interest is a Gregory Kessin internal frame backpack, colour green. If you have any information, please call State Police in Newport. And then obviously oh. add their number. That uh, just uh, gives me chills. Yeah. To go into that shelter, maybe oh. if you didn't know what had happened and yeah. see that. But it freaks me out to think that people were just able to still go stay in that shelter afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm surprised the shelter. They they didn't like tear it down and rebuild it. Or... Yeah, they do eventually. But oh, yeah. yeah, like to just think like a week later, people are just sleeping in that spot. Because it was like quite a bad crime scene as well. Wasn't yeah, it? Like... it was. Yeah. um, Ugh. Yeah, there was like blood and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that surprised me. Yes. But, and also again thinking it's the 90s so like leaving just like a handwritten note in this shelter for information is yeah part wild. of their investigation yeah that's crazy um the way Cruz chose to try and disguise his name like I said yeah it didn't really work out for him good um it didn't stop the police from thankfully managing to apprehend him several days after the murders oh so it wasn't too long yeah there. good goodness yeah he was caught quickly Um, Cruz's own disgusting trophy taking was actually his downfall, which I was like, ha. (laughs) Good. Right. Yeah. Another hiker who was aware of Molly and Jeff's murders. He recognized Jeff's big green Gregory rucksack. Good. And called the police. So yeah, they were able to stop Cruz whilst he was crossing the Potomac river. Okay. Um, via a bridge, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I put via a bridge. (laughs) That's really obvious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He gave his name. He gave his name as David Casey Horn, so which they already thought he was cool. So, yeah, like was he not all there? He had a lot of substance abuse issues. Okay, so yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly was not in the right frame frame of of mind. mind. Yeah, slash thinking everything through, and yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was jailed in Perry County Prison the following day where he was luckily kept without the option of bail. I still don't understand bail. No. Not for serious, serious crimes. No, yeah. Like, bit of shoplifting or, you know, speeding, I don't know, trying to think. Yeah. Fine. But Hmm. when they're literally, we think you have murdered two people. Yeah. Danger to society kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, luckily he didn't have the option of bail due to the nature of the suspected crimes. Yeah. And yeah, the relevant attorneys began to build their cases. Um, This bit I thought was... It's sad, but it's under... I get where people are coming from. By this time, the Appalachian Trail, the AT itself, was coming under attack. Why? Um, People were raising questions over the safety of the trail. So they were like asking whether it should actually be shut and people not allowed to do it anymore but that wouldn't stop stuff like this from no, happening that's the thing like these it's not like this is the one hiking trail in america and yeah like there are so many trails and people get killed sadly in so many different places and different ways and... yeah it's not because they're out hiking and yeah the trail isn't the problem the no. shit people who are killing people are the problem like I... what is that going to be should we introduce another lockdown and people have to stay in their houses so they don't get murdered yeah like that just that's bizarre to mm. me yeah i kind of I, I sort of get where people are coming from but i feel like it's very misguided that's not Solving the problem, you're just putting. The, yeah, you're moving the crimes somewhere else. Like, mm. fine if there's like a campsite or a trail where people keep on getting killed and they're mm. not able to apprehend the person. Maybe you know there's some things. Yeah, that we could look at do doing. a route diversion. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I. Yeah, I think that's very misguided yeah. to do that. But yeah, this though it kind of thrust the couple's families into the position of being the ones fighting back for the sanctity of the trail to be yeah. upheld they did not want it shut no um they felt that their children were pursuing their passions and well, the answer it... isn't to stop other people from being able no, to do that exactly freedoms. yeah like. oh i don't know if i'm gonna get through this without crying again um, Molly's dad heard in his mind Molly telling him that she'd never forgive him if he allowed her death to ruin the trail. Aww. And just, I don't know, Molly's dad, I think, is so, so strong. I cannot imagine how you keep going in a situation like this, but uh, he actually still managed to see the good in Molly's trip, despite the awful ending. Aww. Um He said, um... To die doing something you love is not the worst thing in this life and there are no guarantees. That's such a strong view to be able to yeah. take. Yeah. It. I think like um was it Jeff's mum who went there on Mother's Day? Yeah. And sort of, as you say, had that bit of comfort that their their lives were ended in somewhere that was so peaceful and beautiful. Mm. Yeah. And- Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just such a raw, truthful way to view life. Like, we aren't promised any time, and I think he's so right. Like, he's really sort of embodying Molly there, I think. Like, we can't hold off pursuing what we want from life just because of the what-ifs. Yeah, Like, yeah, so to be able to still think that off, To be able to still think that after something like this, I think, is just so brave. Yeah. That's just i don't know time and again in these cases like i'm so awed by how strong people yeah yeah oh um on the 15th of may 1991 the state began the trial of cruz um his jury was made up of five women seven men and they were actually sequestered during the trial for the whole 11 days which i was gonna ask you is that usual for murder cases or i'm not entirely no, sure no, I wasn't sequestering sequestering oh means. so like they're kept somewhere so they can't like go home and stuff they have to stay there uh, so they okay. have a media blackout and stuff I'd, yeah quite often yeah. just because of the like you can't with newspapers and everything like that you couldn't stop them from being unduly influenced yeah so, so yeah yeah so that is sort of a normal practice yeah i think it's quite common yeah Okay. Um, so there were in the state's corner 60 witnesses. That's quite a yeah, lot. And 158 separate pieces of evidence. Okay. So yeah, Cruz, I'd say, is like, was well and truly stymied, considering that he'd been in possession of various belongings from the couple when he was ar- arrested. Yeah. So uh, they've how got a pretty, yeah, that? they've got a big case. So they've got 60 witnesses, 158 items of evidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially he was arrested carrying some of their personal effects, like Jeff's watch. Yeah. like That yeah. gets harder to explain. Yeah. Like, and also just makes me hate him more. It's yeah. just like, how dare you take those things that are just kind of like part of who they are? are oh, my guess is he was just like, oh, well, I stumbled across a discarded bag. Yeah, probably, it yeah. Had all that in it. But yeah, oh, but he, he was also carrying the murder weapons of a knife and a revolver that had been used. So, I yeah, mean... <laughs> you don't tend to just pick those up off the ground and be like, huh, cool, you,
1: a bloody knife. You
0: don't. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm quite shocked that that would not be the first thing you would try and get rid of. Yeah, this is where I think it does come back to you saying, like, was he not in his right mind? Yeah. I think there's definitely, I think, a lot more going on with him. Yeah. And that is sad up to the point where he kills two people. Exactly. So, like, I can feel all the empathy in the world for somebody, but if you are going to harm other people because of it, that's where it... Stops. And if you're taking the responsibility for what you're being like, like, if you've got substance abuse problems and you're trying to get help for it and you're let down by the system, that's mm. one thing. If you've got substance abuse problems, you don't see an issue with it, you keep on abusing the stuff and you go on and be a piece of shit. That's an entirely different story. Yeah, true, yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, so he had the murder weapons and... Yeah, and he was linked as well via DNA to the sexual assault Molly had gone through. Oh, I forgot that she Yeah, she'd... I know.
1: I just...
0: In some senses, I'm kind of glad we never do know what exactly happened. Yeah. Just, I don't want to know. No, no one needs to know. No. Either, like. um, but yeah, um, so he was linked by DNA to Molly and also his own belongings that he left in the Thelma Mark shelter. I mean, it's seeming quite conclusive yeah, at this point. Yeah. Right. Those um, belongings he left in the shelter as well led police to the farm in South Carolina where he'd been employed. So, in short, he was a fucking moron. Which, which is a good thing. Yeah. We're we're very glad about it but what a fucking moron. And keep on being as stupid as you can, shitty, yeah. scummy people. Yep. <laughs> um So, Cruz defence I'm guessing was sort of sat there thinking shit what do we do (laughs) that is the thing though I do sort of when you are a defence attorney and somebody is so clearly guilty I guess what what do you do I guess you are just left with mitigating circumstances like how do you make a defence it depends if there is anyway some view it which I think is a very valid way of viewing it as you will like, put forward and you'll just be there to challenge the prosecution just to make sure that their case is watertight. Okay. So it's just like, it's more about trying to see if there's any reasonable doubt. Yeah, and sort of as you say, like making sure that our justice system still follows the whole, they have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt that they've done it. Otherwise mm-hmm. we could be putting away innocent people. Yeah. So it's mm. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like they've done it. Let's just, you know, yeah, this is a practice of <laughs> making sure cases are watertight and that we're following mm. what we should. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to sadly not add a tick to their like list of people they've got off. Exactly. <laughs> like, but then I yeah. think like a lot of defence attorneys, I know they've got the whole shtick for being like, you know, they're scummy people, they're mm. as bad as the people that they're defending. Mm. But they're not. They're just there ensuring that our legal system is actually
1: doing its to job doing yeah. its
0: job and try and be sort of that system of justice. And mm, the, yeah, justice, not revenge. Exactly. That it has to be able to prove things to Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that they're, they're calculating going, oh, I want to get off someone that I know is 100% guilty. No. I mean, there's definitely some that do do that. Mm. But I don't think a lot of people that go into being defense attorneys are like that. They yeah. go into it to ensure that the justice system is a justice system. Yeah, that the just part of justice. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose as well, I think it is so important to look at like mitigating circumstances yeah. that even if someone is guilty, why? Exactly. Why have they done that? Is there something we can be doing better as a society to help mitigate these things from happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not a massive diversion <laughs> there. <laughs> That's interesting though. I yeah. Think, yeah. But yeah, Cruz's defence attorney put forth a psychiatrist's opinion that Cruz had a personality disorder. Cool. Um, and Not cool, but... No, but I, <laughs> I, I did... Yeah, um My degree ex- was on personality disorders and uh, stuff like that. So yeah. I was just like, ooh, which, which one? But I suppose... But it came out wrong. Yeah. Do <laughs> I suppose that sort of level of irrationality maybe yeah. could come into disorder that. Disordered thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, They also said that, which I think this is probably true uh, to a point, they also said that his extensive and mixed substance abuse was obviously (laughs) a major contributing factor. Um,
1: Which, to be
0: fair, a lot of people with personality disorders, certain personality disorders, because there's numerous, Mm. do turn to substance abuse to either try and manage it themselves or... Mm. So. yeah yeah well that's the thing we have got a system that does fail i would uh, i'm and gonna I sound really cynical here him, but yeah i would say fails most people yeah who need those services unfortunately yeah. if you've got a problem that can't be fixed with cbt then you screwed. yeah or medication yeah and even i mean if you're like me and poor and can't afford private therapy yeah. the cbt i received for some of my six problems six sessions an hour long Yep, yeah, and it was with a guy who was so clearly like new and that's yeah. not his fault everyone's no. new at some point but they were just so clearly not equipped to help me exactly. and that meant i didn't trust them and yeah. i didn't i didn't feel comfortable with them from the beginning i'm sorry you can't sort out people's mental health oh what's the word I'm looking for but like struggles yeah struggle. I don't want to say like issues but like mental you can't sort out people's mental health in six weeks no exactly like you break a bone and it doesn't even heal in six weeks yeah that's the (laughs) thing it's ridiculous one of my really close friends is a private um, therapist who specialises in trauma yeah and just like talking to her sometimes like it just so highlights to me how unfortunately privileged the people who can afford her are compared to the people who have to have the free nhs yeah. stuff but yes um this is where i start to feel like mm, they said his substance abuse caused him to suffer from organic aggressive syndrome Um. That sounds like word salad. I yes. don't even know what they are meaning by I know. That. <laughs> like organic aggressive syndrome. <laughs> like, he hates organic things. Yeah. Like, don't worry, madam. This is not GM aggressive syndrome. This is organic farm friendly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It um, comes about organically as opposed to some. Which then you're doing, but how can that it? come from the substance abuse? Because that's not organic then. That's it. I don't actually yeah. know what they no. are meaning with that. Well, it doesn't ever really get get explained. Okay. Because they described this as a window of a few hours following Cruz taking cocaine, where he could be overly inclined towards being violent. Okay. But according to someone who was in the courtroom, the explanation for that condition, like, ended there. They weren't given any more, like, information about this. <laughs> Okay. Which is not that compelling, in Surely my opinion. Surely it'd be better if they just called it, like, cocaine-induced rage. Yeah. Like, organic... I guess it sort of makes it sound...
1: Technical. maybe Yeah,
0: more technical and like, oh, we just don't understand it. But he's well, got this like, problem. it's this actual condition, not... Yeah. It's like he's a violent drunk. Yeah, or it's not that they just like flipped through the what's the manual for like the DSM, the DSM, and just like randomly pointed. I don't know what version we're on now. Maybe six. It was five as I was finishing uni, so um, probably, probably six. Yeah, but I do feel like it's probably five because it takes like a good ten years or something before they release a new one. Oh, really? So it could I be five still. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. hold me to no. it. No, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I was just like, that's not the best to me i feel like if i was on a jury if they brought out this big thing and said this was like something the person that caused the person to do this and they didn't explain it i'd be like right not gonna go with that then it's a shame that the jury can't ask questions in a way are you not allowed to? that's something so. i'd never considered that as a jury you can't ask for like clarification Kitchen. i would find it so hard to sit there and have to be oh quiet. my god yes i talk through everything i would just be like <laughs> what the fuck are you on about or like yes. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god you'd get done for like heckling yeah <laughs> being in contempt of court yeah or i'd just be like wait 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 hang on <laughs> so you're <laughs> i'd just be like this doesn't make sense you just said that five minutes ago <laughs> that just contradicted it do you think you can become, like, a uh, professional jury member? That people, like, want you on the jury to, like, challenge you stuff? It's probably caused a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should become a lawyer. Oh, God, like, no. Can you imagine me with my anxiety then having to stand up in a courtroom? See, that's the crazy thing. Well, maybe that's why Troy's sister also does have so much anxiety. Because she's got anxiety, but is a lawyer. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, how do you? I don't think I could do your job. It but maybe that's what why she of anxiety is... as well. She yeah. has because there's different types. Yeah, true. And to be fair, her anxiety does cause her to like majorly over prepare and like overwork herself. So I guess yeah. she's always like really prepared. Yeah, she's like, got the confidence of knowing what she's saying. If she doesn't have like social anxiety, then I imagine you'd be fine. I think she does. Oh. Yeah. God. Well, I don't know. Her, maybe not. I don't know. Could not. She just might happen. just be a naturally more sort of quiet person yeah. so more reserved I suppose as well that depends doesn't it like how confident and comfortable you are I can be really loud and confident mm. at work when I know it's something yeah, that I know true when I know a... if I'm less sure then I don't like speaking yeah up. that's true yeah that's why I can do like my private tutoring I guess can't like no yeah. English I'm definitely good at that yeah. I know what I'm talking about yeah that's true and yeah. That's why I'm also, like, trying to become a writer and I'm like, I can't send things to publishers. I don't <laughs> yes. know if this is good. <laughs> but anyway, we are di- digressing. Yes. Um. So, yeah, the word salad of the organic aggressive syndrome... is just cane induced rage. Yeah, basically. That was thrown out there, but then kind of just left floating. Yeah. They didn't really take it further. Like the piece of shit that he was. Yes, a floater. <laughs> 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 um... The lawyer Jerry Philpot, who was representing Cruz, he so defense, yeah, yeah, he latched on to the substance abuse as mitigating circumstances, which I I agree with, but that's also not enough to excuse it. I would yeah, not say, yeah, it's not like <clears throat> you have got like as you say, like a bad mental condition where you don't actually understand what you've done. Yeah, he's it, not having breaks from reality necessarily. No, mm. it's the same as like having alcohol. If you know, if you take a substance, alcohol, drugs, whatever, that you can get violent, you are still sound enough mind to choose to take yeah. those drugs and alcohol it's... and not get help for mm. it. And you do need to accept the consequences. Yeah. especially if, as we're, we we can not say he definitely did, but with, there's a lot of compelling evidence towards this not being his first kill. Yeah. These, his first kills. So if you felt that bad after it the first time, surely you would not just keep, yeah, doing it. You'd be like, oh my god, I killed someone. This is awful. I need to get help. Yeah. And <coughs> as you say, if it was down to the substance abuse and he's in a fit of Cocaine induced rage, done mm. this and oh my god, what have I done? When he comes down off the of yeah. coke high, why would you just carry on as normal and steal all their shit? And, yeah, like no. and then take their like whole story of what they're doing and yeah. why and yeah, like no. get out of here. But yeah, Jerry Philpott, he stated that Cruise and this is a quote would take a quart of Jim Beam, which I looked up. Apparently, it's Jim t- Beam's whiskey, yeah, right? yeah, and a quart. Well, is two pints what yeah i was like a quart is two pints he would take a quart of gym beam and a cigarette pack full of powder cocaine and that's how he would hike which fucking hell that's not how i did hadrian's wall <laughs> oh my god yeah. you would be off your tits yeah
1: like, like how, how, how would you even you be hiking down
0: the mountain side yeah like how how are you not on the floor i know like the tolerance you must have built up somehow to. I mean, the alcohol, fine, you could probably space, stumble your way yeah. along. But <laughs> two you, you pints. mix that with then coke as well. Yeah, and whatever a cigarette pack full of powder I mean, cocaine. Two pints. Yeah, that's of whiskey. That's more than a bottle. Yeah, he can't. I know. How was he getting the money for this? I wonder as well. But can't. Like over what period of time? <sighs> A they did actually say, yeah. But it can't be yeah. all at once. You've got to be throughout not. the day as he's hiking, right? Surely. Like, it can't he be, be like topping himself He drinks up. all of that, snorts all that cocaine and then goes. It's got to be like, he's topping himself up throughout yeah. the day and like. I'm hoping so. Like how some people will have like a hip flask when they're out on walks and that and you have like a sip here and then. Yeah. Like, he's doing that but to a much bigger degree. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. He must be. Yeah. 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 I don't think anyone's body could take all that at once. No. Your heart would explode. I'm not a medical (laughs) doctor, but your heart would explode. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Don't do it, your heart will explode. Exactly. But yeah, Philpot didn't have much else to go off of though I feel sorry for Jerry Philpot. he had a hard job yeah because um, Cruz wouldn't talk to him about the murders or any other incidents not helpful when that's your defense lawyer no and he was the same chatty chappy in court <laughs> um he gave one word responses at best to do you know what that just fills me with so much rage when people just give you one word responses mm. it is the most Disrespectful, asinine, annoying thing that someone can do. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Know how to wind you up, (laughs) though. I I, literally have got no time for it. Mm. I think it's because of just like you know, being mentally abused for so long. Yeah. Like, that's I'm being gonna a say. way to completely shut you down and dismiss any of your yeah. feelings and that. And, and a, you don't matter. Mm-hmm. And... and a really petty, like, silent treatment kind of method. But stuff. without technically giving you the silent yeah. treatment. Yeah. So it then can be like, I wasn't. Exactly. I was answering you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, just, oh, so yeah. winds me up. So you the, and Cruz, oh. Even yeah. if he wasn't a horrible murderer, would not get on. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he gave one word responses at best to the questions addressed to him and did never and has never elaborated on what actually happened in the shelter. He's a gun. Yep. So all we sadly know from the autopsies is that Jeff was shot three times and Molly was raped and killed by being stabbed 8 times in oh, the back and neck. Jesus. Yeah, and I'm not sure obviously which happened first unfortunately. Yeah. I assume Jeff would have was shot killed Jeff first. to get him out of the way first. Yeah. And I don't know whether he killed Molly and then or yeah, oh, but just, that's just those horrible, I just yeah, like such a waste of such good people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um it was the opinion of Bob Howell, who was a police investigator involved in the case. Um he was quite central that Cruz went on the trail looking for an opportunity. Bingo. That's it as far as I'm concerned. So he kind of just thought Cruz really? literally just sort of one want- was looking for people to kill. Wow. Which it, I don't know. Like that's just yeah. I think it I mean I'm glad that I can't put myself in that position. Because I just can't imagine just thinking I'm going to go out and find someone to fucking murder because yeah. I want to. Shits and giggles. Yeah, like... like that. I think that's what makes this case so upsetting. It's upsetting in a myriad of ways, but it, it just heaps more pain onto it. Is yeah, it feels so it was senseless, just wrong place, yeah, at the wrong time. Like why? There's no reason other than yeah, just. It does feel a bit so he like he just wanted think it to. Was that he just got, he liked doing his hiking with his coke and his Jim beans. And then and something happened that, but then, even if you do flip and kill someone, raping someone to me feels like that takes so much more intent. Yeah. Like, so, oh. just, yeah. Um, this, yeah, that Bob Howell's opinion it is an opinion echoed by Molly's dad, who, he kind of presumes that the main objective was to rape Molly. Yeah, and he just said like Molly was incredibly. In yeah, he said Molly was incredibly strong, but yeah, he said sadly, obviously she just wasn't strong enough to fight him off. Which... No, well the physiological differences. I say this like all the time. Like you just don't just the difference in muscles, how they're made up. It's not hmm. just a case of testosterone or anything like that. Mm. Like. There's no way I'd want to go into a sparring match or a ring against a guy. There are some things where it drives me mad Mm. that, like, our youngest brother (laughs) doesn't exercise really. At all. But still, he can do, like, one-legged squats and things like that. Yeah. That I'm like, I have to struggle, I struggle with and I exercise and practice those things a lot. (laughs) I weight train Mm. so much and everything like that and the gym and everything. And Mm. yeah. Even, like, at my strongest, like, you think the average guy is mm. stronger than you anyway, barely doing anything. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. Mm. Just like, ah, uh, Yeah. I put so much work into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull-ups. That like, is one of my goals. I still can't do a pull-up. Yeah. And it drives me mad. See, at some point, we used to, like, go to the playground again. Yeah. And, um, like troy or something look at your form because i feel like it must be that you're just not doing it right yeah because if i can do it and i'm so much weaker than you exactly like my upper body is pathetic and I yours is really able good to do it yeah so people can do it at a pole and i just don't get because like again when i was staying at yours the other week with your youngest yeah i tried a few times to like lift myself on your pole and yeah. i was like i just can't (laughs) like i'm trying like my hardest and i just cannot lift myself up like (laughs) so it's got to be something i'm doing right i'm just not engaging Mm. the right muscles yeah do you do like hands forward or hands back i've tried both okay and it's still but i think back is easier yeah i find back easier but i think i'm trying to like use my biceps as opposed to my lats i reckon maybe yeah (laughs) But we anyway. do need to go to the playground though well, yeah. well digressing <laughs> yeah sorry guys because it's, it's so depressing That's... i just want to talk about something yeah like we do this a lot we i know write... it's like let's do a true crime podcast and we'll <laughs> try and yeah we'll get upset about, about all the crime um at least it shows we care on like some yes very true yeah um at the end of the trial though surprise surprise Cruz was not conv- no he was convicted yes. <laughs> he, he was convicted of the murders after 45 minutes of deliberation a cup Let's of tea biscuit yeah. coffee <laughs> a chat about like, what are you doing this weekend uh, going to the park you yeah, yeah you seen that shopping? new film that's coming out yeah. So we're convicting him, yeah, yeah, let's go back out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, 45 minutes. He was given the death sentence the following day. Wow. After a further two hours of deliberating. That's not much for a death sentence. No, I think I would take that more... It would take me longer to figure out what I thought, if I was going to come to the conclusion of sentencing them to it. Yeah, I... Don't know how I'd sit no. there and that because I don't agree. with I the don't death penalty, know. That's so. the thing. I don't know what it would take for me to think that that was what someone. Deserved. We were watching a film that was based on a true story. Um, on our way to Costa Rica, mm-hmm. or was it back? Anyway, <laughs> on the plane one way, um, and it was uh to do with the guy that got convicted of a murder, but he didn't actually do it, and they mm. gave him the death penalty. And it was to do with you know um sort of getting his, getting him acquitted and everything and it. not really put to death. Do you remember really what it good. was called? No, I'll find it. Mm, that gosh. sounds really good. It was, it was really good. Mm. Um, but at the end of that, because it's based on the true story, they gave the stats and everything because of the Innocence Project and mm. um, there's, oh, I forget his name, um, but the lawyer that was doing it, um, he was, I think, It it was something, um, Mm. like... But anyway, he's, he's like, advocating and trying to, like, overturn these miscarriages of justice. Um, And the statistic for... The current statistic for how the Innocent Project and this guy, this lawyer and everything, Mm -hmm. is that one in every nine... Um, death sentences that are carried out are carried out against an innocent person. Oh wow! Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, one, one in, in nine. nine. Not wow. Like for me, one in a thousand is too, too many. many and one shows ever. that we shouldn't have yeah. the death penalty. Yeah, but one in nine—that's so many. Oh, I suppose God. I just I think my view in a way is, and we've seen it in so many of these cases we've done. If somebody can stand there in front of the murderer who murdered their loved one and still say, I don't agree with the death penalty, how can I ever say someone deserves it? Yeah. I... And the problem is, it's so... You're being no better than them thinking mm. that you've got the right to take a life. And if it does turn out to be a miscarriage of justice, you can't undo it. Yeah, Because how many people are released from prison years later when it's like oh they didn't do xyz yeah. yeah I no <laughs> and yeah even if they did i don't think that's our place to no. say that they can live or die no. yeah remove them from society they mm. don't get to be part of that but i don't think that yeah yeah no I don't think we've moved on enough in our society yet to not still, in many ways, be a mob rule society. Yeah, And we know that mobs are not a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> so... Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but Cruz, yeah, he was sentenced to death the following day. But in December of 2006, at a hearing, this was commuted to a life sentence without the possibility okay. of parole. Uh, that was done. Um, Cruz was making a lot of appeals. Yeah. Uh, So that um, was agreed in exchange for Cruz dropping his appeals that he was entitled to, because it was, I guess, using a lot of time and resources responding to them when he's kind of clearly guilty. And it costs more to put someone to death than it does to keep them in prison for life. Does it? Yeah, because of the number of appeals and everything like that. So I think that's pretty fair. Yeah prison without the possibility of parole for dropping constantly appealing stuff and part of me thinks that they should have to live with it in Mm. that there's that small chance that maybe one day they will wake up and think what the fuck have i done to my life and their life well yeah and again if our justice system is intended to be rehabilitative yeah that is worth it that one if one day just one person who's killed people wakes up and thinks i what was i doing that's surely worth it yeah that's what the justice system is for yeah yeah um but yeah in many ways that's where this story kind of ends with Cruz rotting in prison until his his death actually this year i found out he died yeah he was 70 years old when he passed away of natural causes on the 6th of july 2022 Cool. At least he's not that old, like he didn't make yeah, a nice good that's long that's the life. thing, yeah. He never obviously revealed why he killed the pair and. Yeah, that's the thing. in my opinion, natural causes at 70 is still, to me, a bit too good a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, he 70 just... seems so young though, to me. I now. suppose it is young when I think that, yeah. Mum's gonna be 70 in five years. Yeah, true. So I guess actually, yeah, I suppose, to me, 70, Still, the number sounds old, but then, yeah, that isn't. Maybe that is, yeah, I'm okay with that, then, Yeah, for the most part. He... I think as you get older, it's just like, oh, shit, my <laughs> 70s, not old. Yeah. That's when I think that our granny was like... What, 77? She was like 50-something oh. when I was like born and yeah. growing up yeah but in my mind she was always like 75 and and i'm like god she wasn't even old when (laughs) i like remember her (laughs) god she wasn't even like a pensioner when i remember her no yeah like yeah because for you she would have been like 40 something maybe when you were born yeah (laughs) like just shy of 60 just over 60 I mean, something was like that 60, when he passed Yeah, away. 60 so he wouldn't have been a pensioner god no he would have been like because <laughs> I always thought him and granny were retired yeah but probably they must not have had jobs going. When... bears god yeah they would have still had jobs oh my god (laughs) that's crazy yeah Yeah, no Cruz died of natural causes but in prison so good yeah um and he had no next of kin or no next of kin he wanted to claim him yeah so he was cremated by the state and disposed of however they do i guess in like a mass grave kind of fitting yeah it does yeah um that to me would be like the worst thing like if no one mourned me after yeah. I'd gone. Mm, yeah, just like no one cares. Yeah, you've forgotten. Mm, exactly. Yeah, like who's going to remember him in like a couple of hundred years? Yeah. yeah, in yeah, in so many other ways that have nothing to do with Cruz. Thank goodness, though, this is not quite the end of the story I am um, okay, puzzled now <laughs> just nice things okay good in June 1992 Jeff's sister Marla set off to finish off the rest of the AT that the couple never got the chance to that's difficult yeah sadly she didn't manage the whole of it due to an injury but I loved that way of honouring them loved that she tried like, and yeah. should not feel bad for not completing no, it no like, exactly that's amazing that you even tried yeah Definitely, and she still got quite far around it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, many hikers following the murders started completely bypassing the Thelma Mark shelter. Thank yeah. God, I, I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to stay yeah. there. Others seemed to go there in order to pay their respects to Molly and Jeff and ponder their fate, reevaluating their own lives, which is like sweet in yeah a way. what is. i would not like are the people that go there to to gawk or yeah to, because it's where the exactly. true crime thing happens. yeah to just be like oh this is the spot like yeah. this is cool like don't glorify that don't don't no. turn it into like a macabre sort of novelty yeah like it's not that's if you're into true crime because you think it's sort of edgy and it's cool and we've got no time for you yeah no, no that's, that's not what that 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 attitude is so lacking in empathy yeah. and understanding of the the effects of these crimes. You um, should always have respect. Yeah, and so. going into Gork because oh, that's where something happened. Isn't respect? Yeah. Don't have a ghoulish like fascination with it that goes beyond like the human interest. Yeah, I think we've been right. talking about it a lot recently, but a lot of people that like cannot differentiate between horror films and true crime yeah sort of have that same ghoulish fascination for true crime stuff as they would do for freddy or jason exactly don't see the difference between dressing up as like a serial killer a real serial killer for halloween and dressing up as like freddy Krueger. yeah it's like the difference is miles. yeah right so yeah um
1: uh, uh public
0: service <laughs> announcement yeah PSA yep. um, please only be one of our fans if you are have... respectful and yeah, yeah. don't have that ghoulish yeah. obsession with it because yeah. oh I'm edgy and it's cool and yeah. oh look at me I don't get bothered by the ghoulish details of such and such yeah case. please we want all of our fans or listeners fans God that <laughs> all of our listeners <laughs> to like yeah, to really care and understand the gravity of what these cases are, that they are real yeah. people, they're real people's lives. And, they... and I know we have humour throughout the episodes, but it's never, I hope it never comes across as at the expense of the victims or what people have gone through. Yeah. It's just because it's so hard to deal with sometimes yeah. what we talk and about. And we are British, we've got that sort of dark humour yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like, if something way of makes dealing... you uncomfortable or upset, have a laugh. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's, I love sort of Terry Pratchett, I think, in one of his books, it says like, Gallows humour isn't humour if it's laughing at the person suffering. Yeah, like, yeah, so, no. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, the sort of people who would go to the shelter to kind of reevaluate their lives, there was one hiker who went, by the trail name lawmaker okay who, um oh trail name like, yeah not the name of the trail name. Remember? no no trail name, <laughs> trail name like was... granola yeah yeah so his was lawmaker um just over two months after the murders he left a note in the logbook in Thelma Marks where and I am shortening his note because it spans two pages holy shit yeah um he said just felt the need to clear my lungs and my mind You just can't help but think of the terrible incident that occurred here, right? Two people were murdered right at this very spot. It's wrong that things like that happen, but the fact is they happen. I'm not saying that I think we should be paranoid every time we see somebody coming down the trail, but I think we ought to prepare ourselves a little bit better for the things we'd rather not even think about. So don't just sit there. Learn from the terrible thing that happened here. Think in terms of your own personal survival. Be prepared. I think I'll say a prayer for Molly and Jeffrey on my way back to car. Good luck to all hunters and hikers. Be safe. The lawman from Bedford County, Pennsylvania. That (laughs) so echoes Jeff's sentiments. Yeah, it does. Yeah, eerily. Mmm. Yeah, really does. Actually, that's like be prepared. Think like yeah, yeah. But I think I I think that's I like his sentiment of saying like don't just sit there like do something like yeah like and learn and sort of don't don't let things like this hold you back from still doing things but learn from these things to try and stop them happening again yeah like yeah and also i just think it's kind of cool the way lawman from bedford county i mean yeah i don't don't see what sort of jeff or molly could have done differently to be prepared or no like stuff like that happens to good people Sadly, and like when and i know it's kind of different hiking in this country it's quite different hiking in this country to like the 80 but like i did feel safe because troy and i were together i was like well we're not solo so we're fine like and we had a dog with us and he's he's not like a really big dog but he is a dog that if people don't know him people do sometimes look a bit wary of it. Yeah, my dog could be used to. Yeah, but he's got... He's, like, a German shepherd cross collie, so he looks quite... And he uh, definitely, like, goes a lot yeah, of points. So. Yeah, he's very protective of me, so, like, he will bark at people and stuff. Like, so, yeah, I felt... I, I suppose I had a bit of, like, complacency. Yeah. Which, yeah, we should all learn to to be more alert be more thoughtful be more prepared like part of me as well thinks that part of that is just taking in every moment that you can mm. like yeah living yeah yeah exactly make sure you're living each moment Mm. like um molly's dad said like nothing's guaranteed yeah so do make the most of what you can make the most of yeah life is for living like you don't want to get to 80 and think oh Thank God I made it to 80, but I didn't do or experience anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's I suppose, <laughs> in a way, a waste as well. Yeah. I suppose, like, I don't know. You know how um, we're big fans of the Morbid podcast, <laughs> and how they've got that saying, like, fresh airs for dead people. Do not agree with. Both of us are a bit, like, mm, because we're very outdoorsy. Outdoorsy, suppose, I... a cliche, yeah. seems a bit cliche, yeah. seems a bit victim blaming. seems a bit... Mm. i don't agree fresh air is amazing yeah i suppose we could have our own one that is like life is for live people life is for live people i like yeah it. yeah <laughs> so life is for live people yeah and if it you're alive you need to live yeah yeah um but yes. yeah yeah I so, like, it. it's like you over have <laughs> sleep when you're dead yeah <laughs> life is for live people yeah i like it yeah, yeah. slogan idea there guys yeah. <laughs> but yeah um so, yeah, uh, the full letter or, like, note from Lawmaker can be read in the PenLive news article that we'll link in the show notes. Yeah. But um I think, yeah, it's clear from that note that personal safety and an unwelcome sense of fear had, like, resulted from the awful incident. Yeah. And people were sort of rethinking how they hiked and camped which yeah is so sad for me the thought of people being made to fear the outside world because of the acts of others it's makes like me so angry people, it makes me frustrated in a way um when people are like oh you're a girl, but you walk alone at night. It's like, why shouldn't I? I've got just as much right to Mm. and to feel safe to as anyone else. Yeah, like, it's not me that's the problem. It's the people who are shitty. And I'm not going to, as you say, let that fear stop me living my life. Yeah. No, exactly. Um... That's such a shame if people stopped hiking or, as
1: you say,
0: going in couples or needing bigger groups or just changing Mm. what they do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, in September 2000, so 10 years after the murders, almost exactly, actually, um, the Thelma Marx shelter was destroyed and replaced by a new shelter. The old shelter was burnt, and with it, the horrors perpetrated there were, I suppose, symbolically burnt alongside the beams. Yeah, so it depends. Um, yeah. The, fire. the forest grew over the place that the old shelter had stood, healing that visible scar and covering the last place molly and jeff were together in the natural world that they both loved Mm. um the new shelter does not bear the name thelma Marks. instead it is the cove mountain shelter sadly in july 2006 connie molly's mother passed away from cancer oh oh god this is gonna get me um just because of stuff with like our grandmother with like you Towards the end, she dreamt of Molly waiting for her. Aww. Yeah. Ugh. Which, I do think there's so much after death we don't understand. Yeah. Um, Jim LaRue. Oh, God, I'm going to pieces at the end here. Jim LaRue remarried after a time, and he lives beside a woodland, um, which ugh, he and his new wife, Barbara, utilize for the teaching of school groups oh so like yeah on jeff and yeah memory and what they did jim said his intention is to spend his time caring about things my daughter cared about uh, ugh, i think that's how i can best honor her memory if she knew i was wallowing in grief she would kick my ass <laughs> <laughs> she, she would say if you love me get over it ugh, yeah oh yeah and now I'm just going to take a minute to cry. Um yeah. but I just think that's so it's just yeah, the best you can do for that person is to yeah. live your life in a way that they'd be proud. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, to not get overcome by grieving for them. Um yeah. But yeah, that is the end of this story. The terrible end to the incredibly giving and loving lives of molly and jeff um i sort of wanted to round off with just some thoughts i had of um so i suppose who knows what difference they might have made to the world a hiker named bill mccullough was also hiking the 80 at the same time as molly and jeff and he did spend some time with them um he described them as quiet such humble type people They felt if they tried, they could make a change in the world. And it always seems in cases like this that those who have been senselessly killed would have made the world a better place if only they had lived. And it's natural to lament their loss with thoughts of these things they now won't do. And to think that they never got the chance to change the world. But... Oh, we can see, I think, just through the few mentions I've slotted into this story from those who knew Molly and Jeff intimately, or just in passing how much they touched people's lives. So I just thought, let's not forget, because of the sadness over what they might have done, that they already did change the world for the better in so many small and large ways during their lives. And I just think, oh, let's remember them for that. so yeah that is the end and I was hoping I'd get through that without crying but apparently not so yeah um that was the sum of my kind of thoughts on this yeah let's not get so caught up in what they might have done with Not just them, with any people that sadly are in these situations that we forget what they have done. Yeah, they've still touched all those lives. they still had an impact. Yeah, exactly. So don't let that get overshadowed by the impact some absolute piece of scum has had by taking them away. Yeah, you got through summing that up much less tearfully than me. <laughs> so, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that is... That is the end of this other three-parter. I'm sorry. I thought it was me that was going to do all the big ones. I've yeah. Done all I've done a couple, but that's it. <laughs> I think what we are finding here, as I found in my master's degree, I can't condense for shit. Like, <laughs> I cannot stop myself from just like, yeah, I can't keep things short. But no. the next one I want to do, I'm excited cuz I mean it'll definitely be a one-parter. It's more of a, a lightish one. It's more of like an interest area. Okay. And I have been waiting to do it because I couldn't do it before you went on holiday. Yeah. And you will know why I couldn't do it before you went when on we holiday. When we do it. <sighs> but I think you would have killed me if I'd done it before you went. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But yeah, so we'll have you again next week, I and imagine. The week after, possibly, and the week after, and cool. maybe the week after that. Cool, it's turning into a big <laughs> Like one. I was going to say, because it's three parts, or so you're just like, "Fuck's sake, <laughs> I want to do <laughs> it." Like... No, it's definitely two parts, but possibly three. Ooh, it's, intriguing. Um, a difficult one to condense down. Yeah. Oh Sorry. cool. Do I know what this one's on or? You don't you will know. Yeah. But you but don't know. I don't know moment. what you're doing. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry. Oh cool. But yeah, I will try to space out the really big ones. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit. I just I always intend I don't intend to make them as big. And then I start on it and I'm like, Oh no. This needs to go in. That needs yeah. to go in. <laughs> oh cool. But yeah. Okay. Well Go live your lives. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go take the dogs for a walk once you've gone. Yeah, and yeah, we will catch you next week. Yeah, catch you on the flip side. <laughs> like... <That's> so, <laughs> so Cool. See you next yeah, week. Bye. bye.